I'm Stephen. And I'm Kevin. And in today's episode of The Stephen and Kevin Show, we talk about getting more views on your videos, how to answer the question, how's business, and how to write good old-fashioned thank you notes. Welcome back to the Stephen and Kevin Show. Today we've got three hot topics to go through. And first of all, Kevin, seeing as you are sitting here, I assume you did not win the lottery last night. Uh, I did not win. I bought um, a lot of tickets, though. Oh yeah, no, well, I, 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 I am. Uh, I'm curious, and I, and I have not asked you this. I'm curious, what would you have done if you won the lottery? If I won the lottery, I don't. You know, I, I would do this show. Multiple times a day, every day, because it's what I love oh, doing. Oh, yeah. good answer. Yeah, see, that's what I would do. Um, you know what's interesting? I, I found uh, a funny article. This is actually from a few weeks ago. And l- listen to this. This is from a, a restaurant in New Jersey, and they all pulled together, a bunch of people who work at the restaurant, and they bought Powerball tickets. Now, this is when they announced it, and, and no one had won, right? Mm-hmm. Now, what's interesting about this is that these employees – thought they had won at one point because they had mistakenly compared Wednesday's winning numbers to their Saturday ticket. Oh. And there's actually a video online of them going nuts in the, in the restaurant. <laughs> and when they all start realizing that they won, all to, you know, cumula- cumulati- cumulatively? Yeah, Cumul- like the cloud. Yeah, there we go. Um, <laughs> like the cloud. No, together, and they go nuts over it. Um, and even the dishwasher even took off his apron. He yells out, <laughs> he yells, I'm out of here, I quit. Nice. And then they realize that it was from a previous. Oh, I love it. How oh, you got to see it. the video. Just look, just look it up. It's on Market Watch on their website. It is pretty darn funny. I'd already so. decided if I if I won, Kevin, I was going to go total redneck style. Buy up all the. I'm not going to move. I'm just going to buy up all the neighbors' houses, bulldoze them, put in like a dirt bike track. <laughs> total redneck style. Redneck style. <laughs> yeah, just get rid of everyone else around you. You'll be right next to the the big shopping center there. Okay, cool. Well, what do we got? Here? What do we got first today on episode thirteen? Whenever you're ready, I don't know if you're shuffling those for a reason or what you're. Uh, can you please detail the best practices for video marketing? Get the most eyes on our product and services. This is from at Woodall five seven six. Love this question. Uh, video marketing is growing and growing. We're doing video marketing. That's what this show is, right? Um, adding content, adding value. Um, how to get more views on your videos. Step one, make really good videos and actually make them helpful and add value. That would be step one. And I know that seems like the most basic, right? But yeah. I mean, and hey, video is not for everybody. I mean, uh, wait, I mean wait, I'm not saying, say? hey, you've got a face for a radio, you gotta, you, uh, but... You know, you can have one of two effects or somewhere in between with video, right? I mean, you can put out great content and great video and it attracts people to you. Or if you put out uh, a lot of crap video, it's going to have the opposite effect. People are going to look you up and they're going to be thinking either, gosh, where did he shoot this in his mom's basement? Or (laughs) this guy's a little weird or anything that could, you know, it can be good or bad. So make sure, first of all, if you're going to do it, do it right. Yeah, that's exactly right. So that's kind of step one, Colin. Um, I'm assuming what you're talking about is, okay, look, maybe we do good videos, but what about the distribution method? Uh, and, mm-hmm. and that's that's the reality too. I mean, you can't just do good video and it's sitting somewhere in a silo and it's, it's on your website and nobody can find that video, nobody sees that video. You have to put it in front of people's eyes. Um, so... 
some of the same logic yeah. that applies to optimizing keywords and search engine optimization on your website applies to your videos as well. If you want to be found for uh, financial planning, insert city, mm-hmm. you got to make sure those words appear in your video and in the description of your video so that people can actually find you using those keywords. Yeah, exactly. I think that's a big one, especially for YouTube is just being findable, right? Um, in terms of advertising, one of the advertising platforms we absolutely love right now, we're falling more and more in love with it every single day is Facebook marketing. It's unreal. And let us clarify this because you might have a business Facebook page right now and you might be you know, putting up your video there and you might have 100 likes, you know, 100 people who like your page and you're seeing that it's getting five, six views, mm-hmm. right? You're thinking... Yeah, this kind of this kind of is not very helpful. So then you boost the post. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's not getting to the right audience. What no. you got to use is Power Editor on Facebook, Colin. That's that's huge, and you can segment in so many different ways. And we'll do a whole separate separate podcast on using uh, the Power Editor on Facebook because there's a lot of features with it. It's unreal. But yeah. uh, there are plenty of tutorials you can find in the meantime until we have the time to get into all the nuts and bolts of it. But don't just uh, boost blindly because you're wasting money. Yeah, that's right. Um, all right, moving on. If you get the question, how's business, Kevin? We just wrote an article on this, and I think it's a it's one of these throwaway questions. You probably get it once or twice a week. Hey, Kevin, how's business? Right. Fantastic. <laughs> hey, never right. been better. And, <laughs> right. uh, you know, you hear all kinds of corny answers uh, just for uh, for giggles. We looked it up the other day. Best answers to this. And what you find on a Google search for that are the worst answers for this, by the way. Really? Do you, uh, do you recall any of them? Just the corniest of corny. Okay. Uh, yeah. You know, nothing. Two shots and, uh, you know, no, that one's not, not, oh. not clean enough. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> There's, look, look it up. There's like 101. The first Google search it's result almost is like when, It's almost like when someone asks you, how are you? And they say, if I were any better, I'd be, it'd be illegal. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Those are the right. kind. Those, yeah. So okay. you don't want to go over the top on this one. You, you don't want to act as if like, oh, fantastic. You know, couldn't be better. Making all kinds of money for our clients. Yeah, exactly. You know, because people see it and it's kind of transparent. The answer, we, we try to put some thought into it between uh, between me, Matt, and Kevin and, and thinking through what would be an ideal answer for this. Uh, so you could say like on, a, on weeks like this where it's been kind of volatile within the markets, we, we came out with, you know, it's going well, Right. And I'll I'll just give you the answer, and then we'll break it down a little bit. Fair enough? So it's going well. As you can imagine, with all the volatility lately, we've been in close contact with our clients just reviewing financial plans. It's a lot of work, but it's our passion. You know, something along those lines that's not uh, over the top, everything is great, you know, we can't keep up with the demand for our services right now. Um, Even if that is the case for you, you don't want to come across as though you're bragging. Right. Um, but, but on the flip side of that, what you don't want to do is, is sound like, oh, geez, we're, we're swamped, right? We're, we're so busy right now. Or you know, anything that, that says you're unorganized or you're not in control of your situation, which is the kind of the total flip side of that. And you don't want that either. Yeah. And, and that's an answer that you are most likely not going to give in terms of, oh, it's been super hectic around here. It's been crazy. But your support personnel Ooh, very, very well may be saying that. Yeah. Or, you know, oh, it's crazy. Yeah. Crazy, no, crazy is a good around one. here. Crazy oh, good. You know, we love doing to. business with crazy <laughs> or hectic. Yeah. Um, and even busy is one that, that we would try to screw up. Think productive yeah, more productive so than, than busy. Good. Shameless plug here. It's a perfect time to be thinking about 
performance coaching. We've yeah. had, uh, you know, on, on our end of things, a lot of demand for coaching this time of year. It's um, just like a gym membership. It's time to make 2016 a very productive year. Well, except for nobody at the gym is calling you up and dragging you in there come February <laughs> and March, and that's what coaching's all about. We're here to, you know, a, as coaches – to give you training, obviously, teach you the right ways to do certain activities, but also to hold you accountable for their execution. Yep. So if you have an interest, reach out to us. We've got a free consultation with your name on it. We so, do. Uh, last up, Kevin, what's the, you know, what are some best practices with regards to thank you notes? That strategy is a new one, right? Just came out last uh, this past year. <laughs> uh, this is from at Drew M. Chapman. Great question, Drew. Uh, really, we, we do talk a lot about using thank you notes. Yeah, you know, because... But we also, we, we talk a lot about technology, and I think sometimes we lose that old-school personal touch um, that, that Drew is referencing here, which can go a long ways. I, Instead of old-school, I might call it a classic. Classic. You know, a classic touch. Classic touch. Um, I, I wrote down a couple best practices that All I right. think, you know, for, for handwritten notes. One, I think if you're going to do handwritten notes, you got to go high-end stationary, mm-hmm. right? you mm-hmm. got to go high-end. You don't go to... Uh, zazzle.com and buy the cheapest thing they have because now yeah now you have right now you have uh, a thousand thank you notes and you got them for for pennies um, they gave you 20 percent off because they could put their logo in big print on the back oh you've seen that oh i that's not fun um but you got that's my my first tip is you got to go high end stationary okay. yeah i'm with you yep. i think you also you have to have a reason to send them mm-hmm. as, I, as i was thinking about this on, on uh, just walking down the hall on the way to this uh this podcast I was thinking about years ago when I first started here with Matt. I was Matt's intern, right, getting yep. started here at the Oxley Institute. Oh, he and put you the, through the ringer, didn't he? Oh, no. An excellent <laughs> mentor. Hope you're watching this, Matt. Um, when we had one of the first on-sites, right, one of the big clients came in. He was meeting with Matt for the day. And when he left, I get this handwritten thank you note in the mail from him. Hmm. And I just remember thinking, this is like the oddest thing. I'm, I'm brand new here, right? I'm out of college, you know, just gotten my, my MBA and I'm... I'm like, is this the way it always works? Like, I barely talked to this guy, and he sent me personally a handwritten note. Really made an like, impact on you. Thank you so much for the time. Well, I remember it now just because it was odd. I'd barely talked to the guy. Right. Like, I probably said hello and walked in and, and showed him one page of a, a tool uh, you know, that we had. Yeah. And, and, I, and I thought to me, to myself, yeah, send handwritten notes, but have a reason to send one, right? Good. If he saw that it was, a, you know, if we had some meaningful contact and he saw it was my five-year anniversary here, absolutely send a handwritten note. You know, if, if you see a 10-year anniversary, if it's someone's, uh, y- y- you know, they just changed jobs, if it's um, so you're you talking just about, completed uh, some work with them. You're you talking know? about information that you could absolutely gather from LinkedIn too, right? Uh, yeah, LinkedIn. Uh, or, a, you know, when you sign a new client mm-hmm. or when you have a, a, a an anniversary with a client. Yeah, okay, okay. I, I like it. So here's, a, here's another best practice idea. Uh, and that is, and it really relates to what you just mentioned, which is timeliness. How quick mm. did you get that? Pretty quick? Oh, yeah. Yeah. And that was probably impressive in itself, right? The, the moment that he left, he put those in the mail. It wasn't like you got it three, four weeks later. Yeah. Uh, my only, I thought it was a, a great letter, great stationery. You know, I just thought a little bit ill. I mean, why would you, why would you send it to me? What did I do? Right. But, uh, you know, aside from that, good, good strategy. What else you got there, Kevin? Uh, I see a list. A couple more things. Um, one, I put structure. I, I think there's some merit behind doing, you know, one per day, figuring out someone that you can reach out to. Again, you have to have a reason for reaching out. Uh, I also put in here, personalize the card if you can. So if they found out that you went to Appalachian State, Stephen, and he put that in there and, you know, go Mountaineers or something like mm-hmm. that, whoa, you'd be kind of blown away by yeah. it, right? Something personal in there. I like it. And, and to your point about structure, Kevin, I, I know for us here, we, you know, no, no different than your team or any other team out there. If you say this year we're going to send more personal cards or we're going to send, you know, more LinkedIn messages, 
you might stick with that for a little while. It's going to be like one of your fitness resolutions. Right. Um, what am my not, fitness not, resolution? <laughs> I felt like you really attacked me there. Your <laughs> New Year's resolution. <laughs> yeah. Um, mine I stick with, you know. Ask me about last year's. Mm. Um, but no, you know, what, part of it is putting the structure around it. For us here, at least, if we say once a week we're all going to do it and we're going to check in with each other on Friday, did you send those LinkedIn messages or did you send those handwritten notes? We'll all do it. Right. Right, and, and your team is no different. If you say in general we're going to do more of this, you're not going to do it. If you say we're going to do X number of these, you may stick to it longer. So time block it, then. Yeah. Right. If you're going to put the structure behind it, you're going to do let's say one a day or whatever it might be. Put it on your calendar. Time put it on block your it. Uh, team meeting agenda too. Have people hold you accountable. If you Good say I'm going to send one a week and it's on your agenda and you read that off every week, you're going to be kind of embarrassed in a few weeks if you still haven't sent one, and yet every week you're reading it off the agenda. Good. Right? Good point. So, uh, yeah, I think use them, use them more often for most people. I, I'll say, uh, you know, since I started 10 years ago and got that one from uh, that gentleman who came by, it's not like I've got a wall full of these things. Yeah, do you think you they know, have people, more value now that when we get, more, you know, we get so wrapped up in technology and we can just shoot an email off that now they actually provide more value and people see them because they, you know, it's personalized to them. They open it up. Yeah, I think I think there's, I think there's so. some merit there. You know, even you know, even beyond that, I think it's like the the contact that we get is so reactive nowadays mm-hmm. that any kind of proactive contact is nice, much less a handwritten note. Yep, great. It's, it's nice. So uh, if you haven't uh, checked out the new webinar series we have lined up this year, we've got some exciting webinars lined up. Yeah, we have six webinars coming up on lots of different topics. Make sure you take a look at that, uh, oxley.com slash webinars. And I know you're thinking, maybe this is kind of like a webinar. Now, this is like a podcast. It's short. It's informational. We try to get some ideas across to you. Our webinar series are different in that uh, last year we did uh, a series on LinkedIn. Mm -hmm. We did a series for new advisors. This year we're adding in an Art of Selling to the Affluent series. We're adding in a Facebook marketing series. Which is going to be cool. And we're adding in a Referral Alliance Accelerator series. So, you know, basically tripling down on the number of virtual program series we're offering this year because we know you don't have to go anywhere. It's easy for you to log into and learn from. So join us if you're able. And uh, do check us out on iTunes. If you haven't logged in and downloaded uh, or, or subscribed to our podcast on iTunes, it's easy to do, and we think you'll like it. Yeah, if you have a question, use hashtag Ask Stephen and Kevin. You can use it on Twitter. You can use it on Instagram. We need your questions for the show. Thanks for joining us for Episode 13.